This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Mm. Well, we were joined by Matt Lucas and Ellis James, who have rebooted fantasy football. Yeah, they've the done a good job, Paul, the they? They've done a good job. Yeah, they have done a very good job. Matt had a very interesting, serious point about the world of football, which I still think was a backhanded dig at Spurs. But you make <laughs> your own mind up. And a birthday uh, spread, we had Paul. A birthday we had a birthday spread, spread for the spread. ages. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but we had a birthday spread certainly. And the listeners got involved. We had a bit of a chat. Yeah, all sorts of stuff today. It was yeah, a lovely show, Paul. A, a nickname show. we never knew Charlie had until today. <laughs> uh, I'll find all, the photo. Yeah, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I enjoyed that football match last night. Did you really? Even I have the, no idea. Dead rubber of a second half. Yeah, I mean, I was supposed to be at Woking v Torquay, but it was uh, it was off. Right. Uh, okay. Frozen pitch. Yeah. Going to be replayed next week. But instead, uh, I sat and watched that last night, and uh, I thought it was a good advert for the Carabao Cup, right. for want of a better phrase. And uh, uh, if it had gone one all. Yeah, you know the game is but completely as soon as different, it went isn't it? Nil, you knew that was it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was unfortunately from Forest Point. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought I thought Brennan Johnson looked really yeah, good. He's, he's, we were saying yesterday to Mark Crossley, who joined us for the game, that he's kind of finding his feet in the Premier League. Yeah. He's really growing into it. And, he's and what do you think that is? Do you think that's just relaxation and and he, he knows he's the level? He's sort of well, come to the level and well, gone. No, actually, I can do well, Mark this. Mark was saying yesterday. He said there is a massive difference between the two leagues, and you know, playing in that sort of position, you, you have to find your feet. Yeah, it's a it's a real step up. So he looked like a Man United player, Paul. Yeah, is what he looked like. Yeah. You know, I think I'm not trying to sell him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Forest <laughs> fans will thank you for that. But <laughs> look, it's yeah, it's a difficult great. one, isn't it? In the re, in the uh, second leg, because at three 0 you kind of yeah. think it's done, and Forest do want to stay up. But by the same token, you can't just throw it away. There's a lot of Forest fans bought tickets, want to see their team give it a go. Yeah, United may make changes because they're chasing other stuff. Is is um, going to you know? I mean, looking at their away record, it'd have to be, uh, you know, one of the best games in Forest recent history to get anywhere near it. Is so. Chris Wood just cup tied for the whole thing because he, oh, yeah, he yeah, scored yeah. an earlier yeah, round, he didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, because that's what they were missing last night. Yeah. That sort of cutting edge up front, you know, someone to stick, stick it in the... Hold it up and get around him type Exactly, thing. yeah, you know. Oh, well, um, I did win some money for Sporting Memories oh, Network, well though, because uh, I didn't know whether to go for... Uh, Rashford to score any time in our charity bet or Andy's old mate Cart Carthorse but um, to be fair 
Uh, he did score. He, did put, he could have easily put that over the bars. We yeah, saw the night yeah. before with Joel Linton. If you lean back a bit, but drilled it into the top, didn't it? it was a great yeah. goal by Rashford, though, wasn't it? Yeah, Cracking a, goal. A, a great goal by yeah. Rashford. I mean, what a streak of form. He's yeah. Ten Hag, and I've said it before, but his management of the club, but mm. his management of Marcus Rashford has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. Because, you know, he's had to draw the hard line as well, you know, yeah. when he didn't turn up for training and he, and he dropped him, you know, and it's worked. It's well, completely I, I worked. I was thinking, I was thinking immediately being selfish and a Tottenham fan, I immediately thought to myself, you know, there is a lesson to be learned there by maybe Son and Conte that if you handle someone, mm. right, who's a great player but he's off form, mm. you can turn things around pretty quickly because yeah. something seemed to click, didn't it? I mean, well, you're right, working with Ten Hag, something seemed to click within Marcus Rashford because he's doing all the things... He was doing all the things earlier in the season that Son is doing now, falling over his own feet, basics, yeah. not looking like he's got any confidence, looking like he can't wait to be stopped by a defender because it, it lets him off the hook. Yeah. And all those things where your kind of confidence goes and that nothing's working for you, he has ironed that out very quickly and however he's done it. And he's scoring all the goals, isn't he? He's scoring, yeah. he's, you know, using his pace, he's beating players. Yeah. He's, it's fantastic. It's great for England as well. I mean, yeah. in, in the next... Yeah. Indeed, when, and whenever we Saka play, and all the England you know, players exactly. playing very well. Saka, yeah, We're going to be um, chatting uh, transfers a little bit later on, and uh, will the white smoke ever appear on Pedro Porro, one of the longest transfer <laughs> deals of all? Will he? Won't he? You kind of get to a point. The trouble is, I don't know if you've Pedro Porro, this uh, Sporting Lisbon uh, right wing back who could be coming into Spurs. Yeah, um, looks just like uh, Stevo from Jackass, <laughs> and I'm beginning to think it's a wind up. Maybe it is. I think he's going to run down the ring on a bungee. It's not that bloke who put the phone in Gary Lineker's studio the other day as it just, just dressed <laughs> it does. up. It does like he'll go hurtling down the right wing in a shopping trolley which has been fired out of a cannon. But he does, he looks like Steve-O to me. I can't get over that hump. Yeah, well, so, you're going to have to... Anyway, when see when he, he swaps shirts, up. whether he's got all those tats, we'll know if it's Steve-O or not. Do you like it? Do you like a jackass film? I, I find... I, well, having a 15-year-old son oh, yeah. and you go, what do you want to watch? And he'll, and he'll, and he'll, but I just, I find them, I find them great escapism. Oh, yeah. Not I mean, much like The Great Escape. I'd like What's to know. the greatest escapism? <laughs> but, do you know, I just think sometimes I, I my, my lads come round and we yeah. just, it gets quite late at night, very late at night, early morning, I think... Yeah, let's, let's have half hour of a jackass. They are completely ridiculous, but very, very watchable. You do watch them and go, I hope they're being paid well for yeah. this. Maybe I they're think, not, I think they you never are. know. I think, well, certainly Johnny Knoxville is. I'm sure yeah, he, yeah. He, he, uh, he shares the love. Anyway, we move on from that because uh, busy show today. Matt Lucas and Ellis James are going to be joining us. A fantasy Football League back tomorrow night. New yeah. Friday slot from Thursday. Um, so they'll be telling us about uh, the second part of Series 1. They had a break over the World Cup and how it's been going. Talk a bit of Arsenal and Swansea. Um, Jerry Armstrong joins us. Uh, fantastic player, great pundit as well. Had a real sliding doors moment in his career, courtesy of one of the greatest players of all time. We'll keep our powder dry. Yeah. He's played with and against many of the greats and then watched the careers of others uh, over in Spain. So Jerry's got really some great... Really good storyteller, stories. isn't he, as yeah. well? He's a good guy. And he was a go-between uh, often and, and a kind of sounding ball for managers looking to buy Spanish players, and that was fascinating as well. We'll be honest, we spoke to uh, Jerry a little bit earlier yeah, on. Yeah, a bit earlier on. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so we know that uh, what he said was interesting. So uh, do stick around for that. He's on about half past one. A um, couple of things to get you going on. A great picture of LeBron James, who went into the crowd. There's the perils of having those expensive courtside seats is that occasionally the players sort of stack it 
and they get pushed or they trip yeah. and they go into the crowd hard of it. And he's properly in this picture in the Telegraph that he's fantastic. There's one woman who's kind of flying off the back of her chair. There's another guy. He's got beer all over yeah. him. The beer's all up in the air at the time. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to be what in the, paid for. Paul. Normally in the posh seats that you escape that, yeah. don't you? But in the world of uh, the NBA, you're, you you're front and center. But it happens in other sports as well. Maybe you've taken in a bit of uh, um, basketball, or it could happen in football. Sometimes players end up in the crowd. So someone who's left the playing field, and maybe you could be on the touchline for a Sunday morning game. But uh, how you interacted with the players when they joined you in the crowd? Yeah, We'd love lovely. to know your stories this afternoon. And uh, you were telling me about a, a young golfer what was her name yes uh brooke pancake brooke pancake plays she plays on the women's uh, tour yeah um and uh, she's recently been sponsored by waffle house waffle house who don't it's sell pancakes they don't sell, I mean, they don't sell pancakes is that on their is that their well they don't because it's a different we hate pancakes I looked into it, it's a different batter <laughs> we're waffle house you know <laughs> Like, yeah, Brook Pancake sponsored by Waffle House. We we were thinking, what other players could have a similar well, sponsorship I, I was, deal? I was wondering if any of the listeners are out there with a rather interesting name that they think would give them sponsorship. If you're looking for a sponsor, Talksport listener, who knows? Yeah, you know, you know what PR companies are like from uh, from big organisations. They might hear Talksport today. You might now get in a sponsorship Lovely, deal. Yeah, that's what we need. Alan Mercedes. <laughs> I don't know from Hull. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot of love for Jerry. Armstrong yeah, coming in, coming in yeah, it really is. Happy memories of him as a player and certainly also as a pundit. So many people loved the Spanish football back in day on Sky. Yeah. It's still televised, but you know, sort of quite pioneering in the day, wasn't he, it? He was, I mean, I've never met him, Paul. I don't know if you've met him before, no, but, I have, but yeah, he yeah, just, he just, he's sort of one of those people who brings in that enthusiasm with him, brings in that yeah. personality, like a big star's entered the room, you know, yeah. and you, you can imagine him just being like that on the pitch, you know, all energy, all, 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 like, want to win, need yeah. to win, you know, really. He's a nice fella, Jerry. Fantastic. Lovely um, to see him again. Yeah, a couple of texts come in. I just listened to the show. I went to St. Paul's Secondary School in Beachmount with Jerry's younger brother, Eugene. Yeah. Eugene was a cracking player too at football and Gaelic football he always got jerseys off Jerry that he'd swapped in international games and sometimes signed by the opposing player was a real bit of light in the darkness during the troubles you know yeah. he was a sort of beacon of light there wasn't he well it's, he, he talks in the book about that win in 82 and how it brought people together at a really difficult yeah. time you know but uh, anyway if you didn't get a chance to listen we'll well, uh, it'll be on the listen again yeah. here on Talksport. He was on good form. Um, now, we, yes, I, I was going to tell you. I, yes, you, you say what you were going to say, Paul. I was no, going to bring up. You, I was going to bring up a completely different you, subject. You do that first. In the Guardian today, Paul. Oh, yeah. It says if you're over thirty-nine, mm-hmm. you're too old for a leather jacket. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw that in one of the Did papers. You see yeah, that? It was the Guardian. Yeah. I've got a leather jacket. Yeah. And it is all. I never know when to wear it. Yeah. And I've, I don't think I've. I think I've worn it about four times. Yeah. In my, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Yeah. On me. I look like a midlife crisis, just a walking midlife crisis. Do you think I should just wear it and style it out, Paul, or sell well, it? I've, I find myself in a very similar predicament mm. uh, because I bought one in, a, in some sort of outlet store in America about 12 years ago. Yeah. And it, it was a good jacket and it was incredibly cheap for what it was, a very good make. Yeah. And I bought it and I the, old, the missus kind of gave me the Roger Moore eye at the time thinking yeah, he's never going to wear that. <laughs> And she was proved, as Trevor yeah. Bailey would say, absolutely correct. <laughs> um, because uh, I, when I, I feel like I feel like the late great Dale Winton when I yeah. wear it. It's that. It's a kind of. It's a. It's a bomber. 
Is it a bomber, is it's, it? It's, okay, mine's a biker you're, jacket. You're, is yours a goth full it's length? A, it's a biker. Full no, length. it's a biker jacket. A biker jacket, There's a Charlie. zip on it, epaulettes. It just doesn't... I just, it just doesn't no. suit me. But maybe we should Why would you write destroy on the back of it? <laughs> maybe we should have a leather jacket amnesty day where we all wear we all our leather jackets in. in. We all bring them in and you put know. them in a bin. <laughs> we to bring them in. Give them a charity. Yeah, I think they might be right. As I was reading the, the article, I thought, oh, yeah. I think I might be... Yeah, I, might, I, I think, might just get... I, I might I give it to my son if he wants it. Yeah, do you think he's going to want It's all right if you're on an actual motorbike. Looking like the Fonz. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I suppose a biker jacket, then it might work, might yeah, it? Yeah, maybe, you know. Um, what was I going to bring up? Oh, yes, um, we, we mentioned uh, Brooke Pancake, the, women, yes. the woman golfer, has been sponsored by Waffle House, surprisingly, <laughs> who don't sell um, pancakes. Don't sell pancakes. Uh, Michael Naylor said, uh, read Brooke Pancake, yeah. sponsored by Waffle House. I remember back in the 90s, Oxford United defender Anton Rogan his kit was sponsored by the local Indian takeaway. Oh, how nice. Surely his brother Josh should have, <laughs> should have been, should have been the one exactly. sponsored. Yeah. There we are. We've been asking what listeners who they want to be sponsored by as well. And uh, Steve Crust oh, has yeah. been in touch. Very nice. With a name like Crust, sponsors should be queuing up to snap me up as an ex-Sunday League player. Pizza Hut released new stuffed crust. Yeah. Hovis, a crustless loaf. Yeah. You know, all those ones. Yeah. He could get he could make no, some money, couldn't Steve he? Crust should have perhaps opened the shop. Uh, Paul Kramer wonders why Harry Winks never took the marketing route when he was at Tottenham. He wore, yeah. I think, 29, which was a bit weird. Because if he'd worn 40, as Paul says, he could have got a deal oh. with Slumberland, couldn't he? <laughs> it, was, it was I bet you at one point, one or two of the players or the kit man would have said, Do you want 40 Winks? Oh. And he said, No, no, you're all right. A, a, a life, life, a life that, left. Of, of yeah, yeah. forty weeks. Well, Route sixty six, you know, isn't it? That's yes. Oh, yeah. Well, he's has. embraced it, hasn't he? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I think he's made of Harry Wink should have done that and, as well. And Ryan Onions has been in touch yeah. uh, with the last name Onions. So onion barges. I don't think yeah. onion barges are a thing. I don't think you can just make them, aren't you? It's not a brand name, is it? No, I don't think. I don't, that's think, true, I don't yeah. think the whole of onion barges are going to sponsor. But he's putting himself forward right. for some sort of onion marketing. Exactly. Also, as we said, with um, have you ever been joined by a, a member of the playing staff during a game? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. uh, we've seen this picture of LeBron James today playing in the NBA, and he's gone into the kind of front couple of rows and just completely stacked it, and there's yeah. beer flying everywhere yeah. and hot dogs close to the action, knocked everybody. Over because they pay for those expensive courtside seats, but just occasionally the player ends up in the crowd because he has to jump over a fence if he's running or whatever. Or even if it's over the touchline, you know, it's that thing of, you know, even if it's you're watching a Sunday game or they've just gone over the yeah, barrier. In. But uh, have you ever been joined by someone who's actually playing in the game and in what context? Tennis happens, isn't it? Have you ever seen the clip? There's a YouTube clip. I can't remember who the player is, or, or, or uh, I think it's a Sunderland match. Yeah, and a bloke goes just he just stacks it. Over the over the side, yeah, and and the fan just stands up and pulls out a disposable camera from his pocket. Oh really? <laughs> it doesn't really? help him up. Oh, he's just... absolutely stacks it. Wow, it'd be even easier now <laughs> pulls with your the, phones. Pulls it, it uh, yeah. and just takes a little photo and puts it back and laughs at him. Put it back in his pocket. Yeah, yeah I think that's. Uh... I, mean, the, I don't know if you saw this picture of Antoine Griezmann was playing in a game the other day and he wanted to give his shirt to someone in the crowd. There was loads of them holding up signs saying, can I have your shirt? But the person he chose has got bright pink hair. Oh, he was obviously, well. So if you're looking to get nice. a player's shirt, don't hold yeah. up a sort of cheaply made cardboard sign that you've scrolled on 10 minutes before. Get brightly coloured yeah. pink hair because like you clearly stand out. He went straight to her. I suppose he's dyed his hair a bit, so that's yeah, probably yeah, what that was all Did about. You see Joffre Archer, Paul. I don't know if you've seen this story. That yeah. During his rehab, yeah. he went out in four weeks, he, he went out and bought five dogs. Five dogs? Five dogs to look after 
to help with his rehab, and he said he absolutely loved it. You've got to get out and walk. I mean, you can walk with one dog. You don't necessarily have to have five. What do you think the most dogs you've been in a room with is? <laughs> dog is that training? Child, dog that child? <laughs> yeah, it was dog training. Dog yeah. training. Puppy yeah, training, yeah, 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 yeah of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, would you want five dogs? No, it's, no, one's enough for me, Charlie. No, no, but, yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. What's the most dogs you've been in a room with, says Charlie Baker. <laughs> I knew love. I think no, I, agreed... that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to do dog cricketers. But you said no. Dog... We're, not, we're not doing dog cricketers. Well, you've let the cat out the bag well, now, haven't we? you? We're doing dog cricketers. We'll take your dog cricketers. Lovely. <laughs> Will we? Yes, well, it's not up to us. All we do is we say it, Paul. And then if the listeners want it, they jump on board. Okay. All right. Well, see you in two minutes with some dog crickets, I guarantee it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joffre Lurcher. That's there, Paul. That's there for you. That's nice, Spaniel isn't it? Spaniel Vittori. Yeah, Charlie nice. said, like, I didn't Nash, want any of this. Nasha Hussein. That's nice. Charlie Paul. said, let's have Alan Border Collie rich in Port Talbot. <laughs> Why join in with him? You know what he's like. People Paul like Collingwood, Roger. Jack, everyone said Jack Russell. Thank you very much. Of course, much for that they one. did. Stephen uh, Mark Poor. Yeah, John. Come on. <laughs> I mean, he asked for this stuff, and he knows what's going to happen. He knows he just annoys me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. Birthday spread still to come, but uh, tomorrow night on Sky Max. Um, Fantasy Football League returns. Yeah. They had a break for the World Cup, but yeah. it's back tomorrow. A day later, uh, much like the original show, taking you into the weekend. And we are delighted to say joining us now are the hosts of the show, Matt Lucas and Ellis James. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Hello there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw these lads earlier on. They were in, you the, did, they, they they were in, in the building. In the building. No, and they've they left were, the building. They were, they've left the building now. And I've also known them both a long time. I've known Matt since I was 16, Matt. Isn't wow. that right? Yeah, that makes me sound a bit weird, but no, <laughs> we knew each other from, and I was 19 because we were both in the National Youth Theatre together, we were, yeah. although you had a different name then, but I won't That's say what it fine. was. It's fine, you can say my spy name, people people have worked it out before, it's absolutely fine. Marmaduke. And I, no, it was Tim. He <laughs> was Tim. I you was, were Tim yeah, Baker. I was Tim Baker. Although, then, yeah. you also had a nickname, whether I don't know yes, if you want to you say You can say it, nickname. go on, why not, go ahead. Y- your nickname, which you told me to call you, <laughs> was Bumhead. Yeah, and another time. <laughs> At the Bummy. time, I had a really yeah. big I had curtains. I had a really big uh, centre parting with right. big curtains, and I was known around the place as Bumhead. And you, but you were like, just there call me Bumhead. You liked yeah, it. Well, me like and Matt, we were getting on, and we went out to a, we went out to a comedy night, Matt, didn't we? And uh, we went out, and I'd never been to stand up before. And Matt took me to a my first ever co- stand up comedy night oh. up the creek, and uh, oh. it was it, and it was with a friend of yours who I yeah. believe was David Williams. Yes, you have a good memory. That yeah, would have been in 1993. Yeah, yeah. there we are. There yeah, we are. Up the Creek was the most terrifying club. I, yeah, I had yeah, things thrown was, at me at Up the Creek. It was when Malcolm was still running. Oh, yes, Malcolm, Malcolm yeah, Hardy, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Hardy and Malcolm Hardy, um, yeah, he was, he was a very unusual, enigmatic man who, you know, one of the cardinal sins on the comedy circuit is to steal someone else's jokes. Malcolm used to do it shamelessly all the time. <laughs> and everyone sort of just, everyone sort of accepted it. They just didn't really go. mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, they let it go. Yeah, but um, there we are, Malcolm sorry. was... Yeah. Anyway, we, we, we digress. To the friendship we do, hour. I do, do apologise. We do digress. Yes. So listen, Tommy Mayer would really take a cut in Charlie. <laughs> yeah. He would listen. He was a good-looking man. Yeah. Not yeah. that you're not now, oh, wow, but you wow. were a dish. 
Wow. Was the time. It looks like it's got a bit too much. It's a bit wavy for curtains. Oh. But was it a lot to straighter? Grow it, out, then? it was long. It was long, Paul. Oh, okay. It was long. I'll, I'll fish out an old picture from somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> well, um, on to the show. And um, <laughs> yes, please. We, yeah. We've kind of myself and Andy Jacobs have, have sort of watched this um, sort of reborn. It's been very interesting. Spencer Millman, your fine producer, um, is a mate of ours, and. We both worked on the original show. Andy obviously produced all of the original shows with Frank and Dave. And we had some chats with with Spencer before you kind of got to production stage. And we were just saying to him, the key is to, you know, to to freshen it up, to bring it to a new audience, but to keep the spirit of the original. And I'm not blowing smoke up your backsides because we've said this on the show before, but that's what you've done yeah, brilliantly. Done a great job. You, you know, you've kind of kept the spirit. So many people who love the old show are saying... I know I love it. It's different, but it's the, if the same, if you like. And I, I think, Ellis, that, that's a compliment to you guys. I, th- I think it's different enough. I went to watch the Swans play um, the week after it had been announced, and a lot of people came up to me in the pub before the game and said, I'm so glad because I love that show, and I still love that show. Mm. A lot of it ended up on YouTube, and I was someone who would, who would tape it off the telly. I mean, it, me- it meant an awful lot to me, that programme. Because I think back then it was there was there was no real authentic fans' voice apart from a show called Standing Room Only, which oh, was yeah, on BBC Two, and it was felt like sort of fanzine culture, but on the telly. And obviously, football's changed so much since then because when Frank and David were doing the original, there was no fans TV, there's no Arsenal fans TV or any of the, the other versions. There was no social media. There's no VAR. There wasn't that much live football on television. I mean, there was compared to how much yeah. there is now. Yeah. So obviously, you know, the format still stands up and it still works, but you have to update things. And um, yeah, it's uh, walking onto the set, which we've kept the same, mm. was quite uh, an eerie experience mm. because it was a program I never missed. So yeah. to suddenly be on it, it felt like I'd sort of entered my own television. It was quite weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and Matt, it's not just the the fans of the show are very protective about it. Uh, it's also Frank and Dave, because you've known David for a very long time, and you know they were very protective of it as a format. So you yeah. must have felt that responsibility, I guess. Huge responsibility um, as a fan of the show, um, but we are—we've been blessed because Frank and David have given it their support, and it's made by the same company. The set is the same. The format of the show is the same, and we have um, uh, we have Ellis's favourite footballer to sing us out each week, like yeah. Frank had Dave, uh, uh, had yeah. um, Jeff Astle. Mm. We have we have Lee Trundle, and and we still do Phoenix from the Flames every week, where we recreate a famous, iconic football moment yeah. with with whoever was part of that moment, and um, so and we're there on the sofa, and. Um, uh, we don't have Stato, but we have Andrew Mensa, who's mm. comedy's fastest rising star. So we're very lucky to have him. And um, unlike, you know, the original shows where Frank and David would sort of take the mick out of Stato, it's actually Andrew Mensa taking the mick out of me and Ellis <laughs> for being old men, basically. <laughs> but it, it works. There's a warmth to it. And of course, we have... Um, great celebrities who are passionate about football competing, having their own fantasy Premier League teams mm. um, and all trying to top that league. 
Um, you two have never worked together before, but obviously, Matt, you've been... And in we'll a, never work together <laughs> again, I'm yeah. sure you. Matt, you've been in a hugely successful uh, double act before, and I don't know if you still are, but maybe before. And uh, Ellis, you live off Mike Bubbins and John Robbins. I know that <laughs> as well. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> the cheek! The loftiest cheek of the man! <laughs> so what do you think... Uh, what, what does it make the, you two that are, are good at working with other people and, and lifting the project because of that? I think there is an art to being in a double act and it doesn't suit every stand-up because stand-ups, by their very nature, are often lone wolves mm. and are often creatures who like to do their own thing. And so occasionally there'll be projects on the telly or the radio where, you, where two comedians will be put together and then they sort of rub up in each other up in the wrong way. It's like, you know, it's like Ger- Gerard and Lampard. You think, you <laughs> yeah, look at that midfield, sure. you think, that's going to work. And then it doesn't quite click. But Matt and I are obviously used to uh, not hogging the limelight and doing setups as well as punchlines. So it did, as in terms of chemistry, I think it came together very quickly because we're both used to working with other people. Yeah, yeah I've been really, really lucky. Obviously, I've worked extensively with David Walliams, who I'm developing stuff with again. Um, and I, I co-hosted Bake Off for a few years of with course. Noel Fielding, yeah, sure. who, who himself has also knows what it is to be part of a double act. And I've been in Les Miserables quite a lot. And yeah. um, uh, the lady who plays Madame Tenardier, when I play Mr. Tenardier, we, we're a double act in that. And I've done it very often with uh, Katie Seacombe, who's yeah. the daughter of Harry Seacombe, oh. mm-hmm. who has great comic chops and as well as a brilliant voice. Swansea fan. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> all roads lead back to Swansea. Oh, yeah, and so <laughs> with Kate, yeah, with Katie, with Noel, obviously with David and now with Ellis, you know, I've been I've been very, very lucky to have four brilliant double act partners yeah. there. So I'm really, really fortunate. Nice. And um, yeah, it is about being comfortable, not making the joke sometimes and and enjoying other people's humor. And in and all those cases, all of those people get laughs by making jokes I never would have thought of. And that is the thing to remember, is you're more together than you are on your own. Mm. And so Ellis's football knowledge and his view on the world, as well as Andrew Mensah's knowledge and view on the world, are very different to mine. So I feel like we complement each other. I never, ever feel like we're competing. Um, and Matt, I, I guess when you took that break after the first run before the World Cup, did you did you always have the faith? Did you always think when we come back, Arsenal will still be top? We'll still be <laughs> oh. we'll still be doing the business? Or did you think? <laughs> Are we going to get recommissioned for a second? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope let's hope both of those things happen. Yeah. But um, well, actually, no. You know, when mm. Arsenal, uh, when Eddie and Ketia, you know, scored that winner right at the end mm. against uh, Manchester United on Sunday. Is the moment I and I tweeted. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm starting to become a believer. I can't remember what I said, but it's I, I believe. You know, mm. I believe this can. Not that it will happen, but I believe it can happen. And that's the first moment where I thought, yes, this can happen. Um, I mean, obviously, we've we've got the second half of the football season to play. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, as an Arsenal fanatic, the World Cup was a bit of an inconvenience. Yeah. Because actually, the only thing that really happened that affected Arsenal was. Gabriel Jesus got injured and, um, you know, uh, stepped up, but Eddie has stepped up his seven goals in seven games. It's it's extraordinary. And, and does remind me a little bit of when, um, Arsenal lost Pires and Freddie Lundberg came in and became a regular and stepped up. And, uh, so we don't have a huge squad at Arsenal and actually in attack is where you sort of think we might be a bit thin, but, 
um, you know, you can't knock Eddie Nketiah. He is he is a bit like Ian Wright he, or Gary Lineker. He gets mm. those kind of goals. It never fails to amaze me how for how long football fans can discuss football. <laughs> <laughs> From nine until late, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. And even when we're not writing, even when we're not working, we're still talking about football. Yeah. <laughs> it's and absolutely even, incredible. And let me tell you, when we're not talking about football, we are thinking about football. Yeah, of course. That's the way yeah, anyone who has a conversation with me about anything that isn't about football, I yeah. guarantee you right now, I ain't thinking about what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Alice, um, you daring to dream? You're only a few points yeah, off, a few the points off the playoffs, Swansea. Not I keep talking about this with you. I keep trying to get you to expand on this. It's just such an odd league, the championship, because you lose three games and suddenly... You win, win three games and suddenly you're near the playoffs. You lose three <laughs> games and suddenly you're near relegation, which mm. is why I actually think the championship is the funnest league to be in. Because it just means that everything has meaning until at least March. So I don't know. I mean, I think I think Michael Oberfemi has gone to Burnley today. I think. Mm. So maybe we'll get a few players in. I don't know. It's just we'll win a couple and then we'll lose. Where? But I I am a believer in the Russell Martin project. Mm. So um, yeah. What about they were? I have to say, <laughs> yeah. I have to say, um, and Arsenal would have suffered under this. But I think they should give that fourth Champions League place instead of giving it to the team that come fourth. Because coming fourth, I mean, it's not th- mm. that extraordinary an achievement. You haven't won anything. I think they should have Spurs, playoffs. Matt, last season. No, well, I think, <laughs> I think they should have playoffs for mm. the fourth Champions League place. It would be so much fun oh, in, the pre- idea, in the Premiership. Yeah. That's what I would do. Mm. I mean, it would make the end of the season so much fun. Yeah. Especially in those years where where the Premiership race hasn't gone down to the wire, when like this season Arsenal win it in February, you know, um, <laughs> it would be a, it would be a great thing to to. I don't think the clubs themselves would would no. vote for it, but I'd go for it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, birthday spread uh, coming up shortly. And will there ever be a time when the Beckhams are not fascinating to the tabloid oh, press? Love them. People love them. Story today, an exclusive written by two members of uh, the team of this particular newspaper, um, which is about um, outside toilets that David and Victoria have put into the grounds of their home in the Cotswolds. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I know where that is. Yes, yeah, that's right. Is it a little Tew? Great to you, something like that. They live something like that up, doesn't, up doesn't, that end. They've not they've near not, Soho Farmhouse, Paul. Then maybe you should have been Your the third sort of journalist on this. <laughs> um, the wooden outhouse is next to the ornamental lake and kitchen in the grounds. Oh, yeah, it. it's in Chipping. They say Chipping Norton, but oh, you okay, know better. Yeah. You know better. Yeah. David asked the architect to design the wood-built toilet block behind the wild kitchen. <laughs> Um, as toilet breaks go, it's a lovely place to spend a few moments in the fresh air. Yes. Oh, lovely. Um, it, it, it can be seen, was it, it can be seen with its own septic tank. This oh, is, lovely. This, isn't that nice? There'll be a time when isn't that the nice? minutiae of their lives isn't are not that picked plan, Doesn't that count as planning news, Paul? Wouldn't that have been planning well, probably news? Is plan- probably. I mean, they built it. I, I mean, know you used to have a sting for planning news. I don't think we need it Do you it need now, planning but... for a tiny wooden out? It has a little well, building like that. It's probably. not that big, is it? I don't know. We used to, in our last house, we had an outdoor loo. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a good... You like See, that? I preferred it, Paul. I'd, I'd like one in our new house, I'd, I'd, but there isn't one. But if, if you needed to, in the mornings... Yeah. In the mornings when you were... Quite cold. It, there, but it was... was it? But it, you felt like you could get oh, away okay, with... Okay, I'm with, glad you didn't expand on I that. Didn't I think we're all with you. But you could feel like you could, anything that, that happened, any smells that came out... You were outside, yeah, okay. We were with you, Charlie. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. An outdoor loo, an outdoor privy... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look, there we are. This I miss the, it. That, maybe Beckham's. that's what. Maybe David. That's what David's got. Maybe he needs a little less, less gluten in his diet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he doesn't need. Maybe the, he does. Maybe he doesn't need the outdoor loo. Maybe. Maybe. He or does, or Victoria Paul. You know, women well, do like, as well. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. you just you know, when you're in a hole, stop digging. I think <laughs> that's is what, the phrase. That's what they were doing originally. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they thought we've got to stop digging this hole. Let's get an outside loo. Like a cat. Uh, Serge Gnabry, I don't know if you saw any pictures of him, he's got in trouble with the oh, hierarchy at um, Bayern Munich because oh, yeah. uh, he left the club and went off to Paris Fashion Week. All right, yeah. And, um, yes, he, uh, he, he went off... Why he in trouble for that? Just because he missed training for it? Well, uh, yeah, Sally Hamditch, their director of football, said it was amateurish for him to go off to Paris, uh, go messing around on his day off, flew to Paris to... You know, be a bit of a close horse. I think he was on oh. the he was on the catwalk. I think that's allowed, isn't it? Um, well, they're not happy. He had a bit of a mare on Tuesday night in oh, their right. uh, draw with Cologne after his trip to France, okay. and they're not happy that he. I don't know if he did it with or without permission. Well, a transfer so. window. Maybe it's a come and get me plea to Louis Vuitton. But the outfits, he's yeah. He's, what he, was he he's, wearing? It's quite high fashion, kind of paint splattered overalls. Oh, nice. Like he was, you know... Like he, from Wicks. Like he was back on the tools. Two for one from it Wicks. Did, it did look a bit like that. <laughs> but um, obviously this thing cost about five or six grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, nice. Yeah, that very weird. Well done, sir. I think I'd, I'm, 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 I'm here for Serge okay. doing that. Doing that. Absolutely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. But of course, it is time for the birthday spread. Yes. 
Uh, let me briefly explain the rules. Andy Jacobs will join us shortly with oh, very nice. ten birthdays that he's collated, people who've celebrated their birthdays this week. Some of them will know and can make an educated guess. Some of them... Oh, we just not have to a clue. guess. We won't know. We'll just li- we'll look at their names. We'll look at their titles. We'll make a value judgment. Yeah. That's the real skill of the game, really, isn't it? You think this, you think like Spurs more of a second half game? Yeah, I think in some way you could argue that it depends. But I mean, Charlie uh, Andy does mix them up. Some you know, sometimes. some you don't early on, and it, it's our job to try and guess how old these people are. And of course, with every guess, and there'll be ten of them we try and guess, there is a margin of error that builds, and it's the one who has guessed the 10 birthdays, the shortest amount of errors, that is the winner. Yeah, it's very good, Paul, isn't it? Very nice Uh, format. We we alternate. uh, The the, the winner uh, goes off first, and then we alternate, don't we? We uh, do. Between the birthdays, so there's no S-housery, but there still will be. There always is anyway, Um, yeah. But here is Andy, and um, uh, good afternoon, Andy. Uh, Good afternoon, boys, and I'm delighted to be sitting next to the uh, Blind Dave Healy birthday spread trophy. Yes. Especially carved for us out of a block of wood. It's lovely. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. uh, I think we're going to put a picture of it on the at TSH and Joe. We should thank Dave for carving it for us. It's very kind. Very nice. And so that's what we're contesting today. It's nice to have a trophy and actually nice, something it? tangible nice to Spurs, win. To have a trophy, it is there, nice for us to have Maybe a trophy. You could ask yeah. them if you win it. If you could put it in in the cabinet, Paul. Yeah, I will. That'd be nice. Have you it? started already. <laughs> um, and Jeff from Pete, a doorkeeper. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, one thing. This is eighteen ninety nine. You were there though, weren't you? <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was there. You were, it must be like to support a team. The only thing they've ever won. You were there. I was there. That's yeah. brilliant. Fantastic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Remind us what it was. It was, it was the, the National League South Trophy, Paul. Yeah. yeah. What's, what are you laughing at I'm not laughing. Are you laughing at that? I'm not laughing at Nothing more important than that. Um, Jeff Might win P- it again next season. You never know. At the yeah. moment. <laughs> Jeff Peters is keeping score. Hello, Jeff. I'm in the deepest depths oh, it of, sounds like uh, yeah. of Mexico. Oh, <laughs> so, um, so back-to-back wins for Charlie. Uh, he's now on to 19. Paul uh, on to uh, 38. Hey, you shouldn't mock Torquay. Come on, you Spurs, you've won the Audi Cup. We have. We were quite recently. Was it the Audi? No, it was the Audi Cup, wasn't it? And we did win that, I remember, yeah. Can we just say that you're in Mexico, Jeff? You sound like you're in sort of a cabinet or something. You are safe. Yeah. <laughs> just just checking. <laughs> well, I sound as bad as Jeff. <laughs> no, you don't no. sound as bad. You know, <laughs> Jeff sounds quite distant and tinny. But um, it's not. It's just a delight to have him. Really, it always, it always. Is. People have been getting in touch. They always do. I mean, I think it's fair to say some of the listeners take it incredibly seriously. <laughs> Don't they? They do. They do. They love Ever it. Ever yeah, since yeah. Andy or Darren has been coming in to preview what's coming up on the show, Charlie has been victorious. Wow, as one of the listeners. Yeah. There we are. Is that the XG yeah. of the birthday spread? Yeah. So yeah. Call, call, uh, come on, Charlie. You've got this in the bag today. Don't play any silly shots. Come on, Charlie Jack. Yeah. There David Way says, uh, given that it took Charlie 20 weeks to realise he has to <laughs> drop to Paul's level of housery <laughs> to win, I feel the score should be reset. Oh, They're wow, never going to be reset. Never you can't reset, rewrite no. history. Okay. Well, look, we're, we're joined by Sergio. Mendes and the late great Pele every week with their musical collaboration as background here it is so Andy let's have birth and well the birthday's good this week yes not bad because quite tricky for me yeah but I've, uh, Ooh, okay. hang on in there to the end I've got oh, a good okay. one okay. Okay. that's always okay. a good sign sure yeah 
Okay, here we go. Birthday number one this week. The great singer-songwriter Neil Diamond. Mm. Neil Diamond. And uh, Neil's just opened a hot yoga steam and sauna business for women. It's called Sweat Caroline. Very good. That was so good. So good. So good. So good. Is it me? Am I first? It's your first, yeah. I think he's 80... 83. Yeah, I was going to say around that. I'll go 82. He is, in fact, 82. Good oh, start. Oh, very good. Nice, wow. nice. Okay, so what's that down to the scores, Jeff? It's Paul Ferro Charlie Uno. Oh, okay, oh, nice. When in Mexico. Quickly, yeah. um, Rosie, get on, on board. Yeah. So that's nice. That, yeah. in blue jeans. But he talks. <laughs> okay, that's we get the idea. Um, right. <laughs> What's next, Andy? Second birthday. Uh, birthday number two is the yeah. Chelsea and England player Ruben Loftus Cheek. Wow, nice. Yes, I played football against someone with the same surname. I don't know if he was related, but a sharp spin from me left him twisted in my wake. Yes, I turned the other Loftus cheek. Oh, oh very nice. nice. How old is Ruben Loftus cheek? Twenty. It's getting uh, twenty-five. It's one of those you don't been around really for know, a while. But I remember what, but it could have started when he was like, he's, he was very no. young. Yeah, 20, 27. He is twenty-seven. Oh, wow! What a ding dong do this is already. What's the scores, Jeff? Paul Dos Charlie Uno. Okay. Two one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for translating. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's such a clear line. It's nice to have it in it. Yeah, it's nice to have it in a different So back to Charlie. I go first for birthday number three, Andy. Senor Trevor Nunn. I'm not going to do it in Spanish. So Trevor Nunn. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor Nunn. What does he do? He's a theatre theater theater director. director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you, Clive we, Myrie? Shop your own gun, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. We, used, we, we used to be friends, but yeah. I found his smoking and lack of personal hygiene really off-putting. Wow. I got sick of Nunn's habits. Oh, there we are. <laughs> Trevor Nunn. Trevor Nunn. He's quite young, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he? he always wears like double denim. Does he? Yeah, he's always in a, like a light blue denim. You look at any picture of Trevor Nunn, not any picture. Yeah. Some pictures of, of, of Trevor Some Nunn. pictures, yeah. the occasional picture. Well, when he's yeah. swimming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> double <laughs> denim. Yeah, double denim. Matching. Matching double denim. I'm going to say he's 80. That's a good one. Yeah, he must be. Because I say he's got young hair. He doesn't yeah. look that old, but no. he's been around a long time. You think, yeah, all those, you know, cats. He directed cats in the 80, early yeah, it's 80s. It's like directing cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> 70, 78, Andy. They're 83. Wow. Okay. 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 Trevor Nunn. Uh, so Paul is five out on that, moves on to seven. Mm. Charlie's three out on to four. Seven, four. Seven, four. Oh, wow, nice okay. Good Back nice to game. to take us into half-time on this one, yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is only birthday number four. Oh, is it? Number four, yeah. I'm sorry, yes. birthday number I do apologise, Andy. Okay. Yes. It's uh, Professor Chandra Wickramasinghe, uh, Director of the Buckingham <laughs> Centre for Astrobiology at the University of Buckingham, oh, Professor Chandra Wickramasinghe. Yeah. And whenever I meet him, he's so shy, his face is always covered by a large <laughs> cartoon head. We call him the Boss Wickram Singer. <laughs> the Boss Wickram Singer. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. 
Popping in a cupboard. Few people texting in, Jeff. Are you on Mars? Is Jeff on Mars? Good question. On Mars with a seal at that point. Yeah, I think it was. I'd say. <laughs> who knows, Paul? Who knows even who this is? 59. Yeah, I think you're in the right place there. 59. 60. 84. Oh, wow. wow. And he's still teaching at the University of oh, Reading. He's the yeah, director of Wow, wee. Goodness. One for you there. Okay. Typical Reading there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on then. So what, well, Jeff, you're going to have to work this one out. But you can't do this in Spanish off the top of your head. <laughs> uh, 20, uh, 25, 25, 25, 25 out. <laughs> 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 Estoy español, pero es muy difícil. Um, so Paul, 25 out onto 32. Yes. Charlie, 24 out onto 28. So uh, oh, four in it. Four in it. After four. All to play for. Into half-time then with Charlie. Mm. Here we go. Okay, probably the greatest ice hockey player of all time. Mm. Four-time Stanley Cup winner, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. He was a massive fan. I don't know if you know this. Of the great French singer, Edith Piaf. Mm. Some thought he spent too long listening to her music, but Wayne had no Gretzky. <laughs> Sounds a bit manic. Sounds like Jeff's doing panto in a cupboard. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. Boo! What do you reckon, Wayne Gretzky? Oh, it's tough, isn't it? That one. Wayne Gretzky, yeah. 65. 69. Ooh, 62. Oh, wow. Sorry, oh. Wayne, if you're listening. <laughs> well, we're going to half time with Charlie are. very much in the box seat. I mean, it's tight really. and it it's could change, tight. but tight. Um, Not in the birthday, give us the lead, Jeff. Yeah, uh, Charlie going for three from three. He's on 31, and Paul is on 39. Wow, so only eight, eight in it. it. Uh, let us know how you're getting on this afternoon. Uh, Paul in Edinburgh says, surely uh, Blind Dave Healy's trophy should be called the Sir Johnny Weaver Memorial Trophy. <laughs> well, it is now, Paul. Thank you very much for naming it <laughs> we officially. Are, yeah. We do appreciate that. We'll get a plaque. And uh, yeah, is Jeff calling in from the Mexico 1970 World Cup, <laughs> says one of the listeners. <laughs> Hugh Johns. Banks, what a say. Hugh Johns, I've heard that rumour about yeah. Jeff. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. We are midway through the birthday spread. Uh, it's delicately poised. I'm on 38, Charlie in the lead on 31. Um, Septimus has been in touch. I'm splitting Charlie and Paul down the middle. 35 after five. Okay, yeah. Christopher says a pitiful 49 after a mare with Trevor Nunn. Oh, Christopher, yeah. happy Halloween. <laughs> so, um, yeah, to keep trying to say you're getting on. Uh, as we head into the second half of today's birthday spread, here's Sergio Mendes and Pele. Okay, we get underway in the second half with the former director of the Victoria and Albert Museum, Sir Alan Borg. Sir Alan Borg. And uh, he speaks beautifully, actually, unlike his robotic-sounding brother, Cy. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, nice. yes, yeah. <laughs> Alan Borg. Alan Borg. Is it's it, me. It's, it's me. you, Paul. Sorry, Jeff. I'd say he's into reincarnation. Is he? And a Borg with Bjorn again. Oh, okay, okay right. Yeah, it's, it text me now. Say, say it again. It's <laughs> 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 a bit, sib- bit, bit sibilant, isn't it? Um, it sounds, like he's, <laughs> sounds like you, you, you sound like dial-up internet. 
yeah, it does. It does sound that. Um, anyway, um, 81. Mm, yeah, I think you're up there. I think you're about right. Yeah. Uh, 83. 81. Good stuff. Oh, very good. Well done, What Paul. a bit of luck that was. Very good. What a guess. So, Jeff, where are we at there? Uh, Paul, you stay on 39. Charlie moves two to 33. So sticks in it, four to go. Sticks in it. Okay. It's exciting. <laughs> uh, and the next birthday is the industrial architect and fabulous hotel designer, Philip Stark. Oh, yes. Uh, back in the day, we used to go to the same nudist camp together. It's always good to see Stark make it. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Philip Stark. Philip Stark, the How hotel is, designer. How old is Philip Stark? What a good oh, that question. Is very much the game. 72. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a bit older than him, but not much. I'm going to go 76. 74. Oh, wow. Split, split the difference there, Charlie. So, where oh, are we at? Okay. Jeff. Jeff. It's 41 to Paul, 35 to Charlie. Very, very tight game. One, six in it. Six in it still, is it? Yes, yes six, six in it. In it. Yeah, yeah. Lovely, yeah. Okay, next up, I lead off. Andy. Okay, director of the Institute of Health Equity, yeah. whatever that is, at the University College London, Professor Sir Michael Marmot. This is Sir Michael Marmot. And uh, not everyone is a fan of his, actually. He can be quite diverse. <laughs> either love him or hate him. Sir Michael Marmot. Marmot. Right. Me, is it? No, it's me. Is well, sorry, yeah. what does he do? I got, I got He's a director of uh, something at somewhere. Sir Michael Marmot. Oh, yeah. Health equity at the University College London. Yeah, one of them lot. Sir Michael Marmot. 71. I want to hang in. It's the thing is, I think as I, I think he's a bit older than that. But I want to hang in with you. Is the thing. So it is just tapping. You're it playing about. tactically. I'm playing tactically. I'm going to say it doesn't really matter. Seventy-four. He's a seventy-eight. Oh, okay. So, so I just worked out. You chipped away. away. Chipped yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where does that leave us, Jeff? Uh, Charlie, four out onto thirty-nine. Paul, seven out onto forty-eight. Seven, nine in it. Two to go. Nine, two to go. Nine in it. Okay. Um, every sound that Jeff is making is terrifying me. Says Billy. It's like a bad nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Scaring people now. The kids are in the car coming home from school. They're thinking, "Oh, turn that nasty man off." He's not really. It's just it's a bad line from Mexico. Pretty sure we had Neil Diamond last week, no. Andy. <laughs> There he is. That's Jeff. Fantastic. All the way from Mexico. That <laughs> brings it's it like all a, back. It's like an 80s sci-fi. There will, be, there will be kids coming back from school with their mums and dads saying, what's that noise? Yeah. yeah. It's not loaded. It's not, he's doing that on purpose. Okay. Uh, Charlie's up next. Andy. Okay. The actress, dancer and singer, 10-time Tony Award nominee. Well, never won it. That's rubbish. <laughs> What's the point? How many Tony nominations you got, Andy? Cheetah Rivera. Oh, yeah. Cheetah Rivera. Uh, She was in in business. You may not know this. She was in business with Charles Ingram, the coughing major. But unsurprisingly, they went bust because cheetahs never prosper. Oh, okay. Here we are. Right. I think she's up there. Um, She's in West Side Story, isn't she? Cheetah Rivera, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. The first one. 91. 86. <laughs> Charlie's on hot form today. She's 90. 
Wow. Okay. We'll so, what does that leave us with? We go into the final birthday with Charlie leading off. Okay, so it is Paul on, on fifty two, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie on forty. Jeff's really finding himself funny. What's the plot? He's getting what is, I mean, what is Jeff doing in Mexico? One of the listeners said, "Is Jeff on the all inclusive?" Yes, yes. He probably is by the sound. Jeff's fallen to the deepest depth. Make him full use of the all inclusive. <laughs> but he's been a good audience. For Andy, so Andy will quite like him. <laughs> oh dear, very so, nice. So there's 12, there's 12 in, it. in it. 12 in it. So we need a differential of 13. Uh, Charlie will lead us off as he leads. Good luck. Yeah, Regals. Wrong Does way Jeff Regals. live in Mexico, says David Mays. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he's moving there. We will get a permanent line in, though, if he does. Okay. <laughs> not, right. in the, not in the boot of a Ford Mexico, are you? He <laughs> <laughs> could be. Here we go. Okay. Next, okay, final birth, Andy. Okay, it's the Professor of Irish Politics at Queen's University, Belfast, Lord Paul Bew. Lord Paul Bew. And he's got the most eclectic bunch of friends I've ever seen. He's friendly with the Welsh newsreader, Hugh Edwards, the darts player, Raymond Van Barnabelle, former Celtic defender, Charlie Mulgrew, Chelsea women's player, Eric Cuthbert, talk radio newshound, Alex Dibble, and 90s lads mag editor, Grub Smith. All together now. Bew, Hugh, Barney Mulgrew, Cuthbert, Pipple and Grub. Very good. Very nice. It was away, wasn't it? He has put the work in. Can you just give me his title again, please, um, Andy? Yes, he's the Professor of Irish Politics at Queen's University, Belfast. I mean, that could be anyone, couldn't it? I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go too low here. I'm going to go... 68. 68. So I've I've got a choice then of... It's a decent score. I've got to be 13, haven't mm. I? So I've got to go 55, which I don't think he is, or um, what was it, 80... Yeah, I've opened the door 81. for you. I've opened the door for you then. I've gone to I'm going to go... I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 81, Andy Jacobs. How old is he? He is, in fact, 73. Oh, he's done it again. Oh, he's done it again. Yes, there we are, Paul. Again. Yes, wow. I mean, whichever out, way I'd gone. You, you, well, I wanted to go in the middle so it was too young or too old either way. It didn't sound old, old. You're getting better yeah, at this. I am. This I'm is sorry. descending into farce, says somebody who loves the pure birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the final scores, uh, Paul, eight out on that one, finishes on 60, Charlie on to 45. So the overall scores are Paul 38, Charlie 20. <laughs> it's nice Jeff's having a nice time, isn't it? Jeff, just really it's really enjoying. nice. That's really nice. Covered with him. Thing is, with him, it's only about eight o'clock in the morning. He started early. <laughs> I reckon he's a, do you know? Do you know when you go on the all inclusive and you always walk past? You think, who's who are those people who have a couple of glasses of prosecco with their egg sandwich? Three people. And Jeff's gone. Yeah, I think I might give it a yeah, crack this morning. Go, yeah, why not? Give, it, give the give the spread a bit of an oh, edge. What no, a laugh. Was, well, fantastic. There we are. What um, a laugh. Um, Yusuf said it's not my go because I went first last week. If you are leading going into the last round, yeah. you go first. You go Yusuf. first. That that's is the that, rules. That's we but play thank the game. You for your but well done, input. Charlie. Three in a row. Thank you, Paul. I'm enjoying. I, I love, of course, the trophy. Will you will you bring it in tomorrow, Andy? Can you leave it on the side and I'll get it Saturday morning? 
Yeah, well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So there we are. There we are. I'll find a photo, Paul. If you, you would, that'll I'll bring, be fantastic. I'll bring that in. Yeah. Full curtains. I had it for ages as well. Full curtains. Full so curtains. You've got a bit of wave in the old barn. When, when it gets long, it gets straight. Yeah, it? I'm, just, I'm happy to still have it. <laughs> it's the thing. <laughs> so um, you're back on Saturday with Max. Yeah, I am indeed. Good. 9 to 11, Saturday morning, the game day warm-up. Excellent. Um, I'll be back with Andy tomorrow. We're live tomorrow from Wembley Arena. Oh, lovely. Ahead of the Baturbiev yard fight. Big fight. He's not fighting in a yard, he's fighting a... <laughs> so, uh, it's not, yard it's sale. Not, it's not the that Baturbiev kind of yard sale. And uh, we'll explore all sorts of things, including Frank Warren, the promoter's friendship with our mutual friend, Harry Hill. Oh, yes. Who knew? What a, what a story that They're is. Mates. Together knew? at last. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll speak all the main protagonists. We'll be there for the weigh-in. We've got football, plenty of football for you as well, of course, with a big FA Cup weekend. So do hope you can join us uh, from one, if not podcast, available at four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.